Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. We all know that Putin has been acting like Hitler invading Ukraine. And President Zelensky, wow, what a hero he has been. And thank President Trump for being impeached while having a conversation with Zelensky. However, nobody's talking about the Javelin missiles that Trump gave to Zelensky. So in my book, President Trump really got impeached for giving the missiles, the Javelin missiles to Zelensky because it was a good phone call, but they were reaching for something and Pelosi probably freaked out a little bit authorizing these missiles to Zelensky after Obama didn't do such a thing, but gave blankets when they asked for help. And remember Obama? It takes me back to Obama. Oh, God, what a horrible, horrible human and what a horrible president. But right before his second term on the hot mic, telling one of Putin's minions that let Putin know after the election he can have anything he wants. And that's when he went in and took over Crimea, just wiped him out and changed over the government to bow at his command. And that's pretty much what he thought here was going to happen in Ukraine. But they didn't anticipate Trump, who gave them the missiles, and they underestimated Zelensky. And when the world saw what Zelensky was doing, fighting to save his people, and the people were up in arms, fighting for wanting their freedoms, just was so inspiring. And again, I thank Trump. Because he, without those bombs that he gave, the missiles that he gave to Zelensky, they probably would have been defeated day one, just like Putin anticipated. But thank God for Trump and thank God for Zelensky. And it's kind of funny that Pinocchio Joe tried to offer a free passage for Zelensky to escape the country. And he said, I don't need a ride. I need ammo. Leaving the left Democrats and the globalists defeated again. You know how the Democrats are really good at eating up their own. It's like now they're now they're eating up Putin and throwing him under the bus because the world is really turned on Putin. And they're now now they're using the the famous uh, "There's something wrong with Putin. He looks like he's mental." Isn't that what they did to Trump? So they're throwing Putin under the bus, and they're now they're trying to put. Putin and Trump together, they were buddies, which is just not true. I mean, they might have gotten along, but there was respect for Trump. If you really listen to the whole thing, you would know it was Trump's strength. And he, he, they knew 
he would follow through with what he would say. That that kept everybody kind of in line. There was no wars under Trump. There was, you know, calm. Now we've got complete chaos, thanks to the Democrats and the globalists and Pinocchio Joe's policies. But Zelensky, you've got to have admiration for the guy, sticking by his people, fighting for his country, and, and going on the TV and showing I'm still here, and he's staying in the Capitol. What a hero. And I pray that he's still with us on this earth today. But, you know, there's even, with his camaraderie, there's even world champion heavyweight boxer that's fighting. He's getting people to come out and fight because of he would not run like Pinocchio Joe wanted him to do. So he's got even a 76-year-old woman, what was her name? Valencia Kastanowski. I probably just ruined saying her last name, but she, she, she's out there with a, with a gun ready to fight. And she was saying it, if her death will keep more young people alive, then so be it. I mean, who does that? That's awesome. Kudos to her. Then you've got Iranian students. They love Ukraine and they're willing to fight. They were on the, on the tube this morning being interviewed and saying that they are there to fight and they're going to stand. So there was other students. They were making Molotov cocktails. They were creating road bombs out of them. They were going to bury them under so the Russians would run into them. They are really going to town and fighting back as hard as they can. In the end, you know, Putin has more and could actually take them out, which is so sad. But, you know, what is it that Putin wants with Ukraine other than he wants to rebuild the Soviet Union again? We, we know that. Then they were talking about the crops that they have, the, the oil that he has in Ukraine. And then some were saying that he wants the ports. Putin wants the ports, you know, over at the Black Sea, you know, so he can dominate the Black Sea. There's all kinds of speculations. The bottom line is it's wrong and he, it's war crimes what he is doing. Watching that mother on film pleading with the world to come and help them to fight for their freedoms, you know, to save them. Please come and help us. That was so heart-wrenching. And those are one of the things that turned the world. Everybody saw that. And the, turned the world to, to against Putin and for Ukraine. Now Germany, historically, Germany is providing Ukraine with the same weapons that Trump gave. Yay to Germany, the new new guy over there in charge. That was pretty awesome what he did. Elon Musk activates the Starlink satellites in, for just Ukraine, helping Ukraine with internet. That was pretty cool too. You know, and I was pretty impressed with the Niagara Falls. I know it has nothing to do with it, but all over the country, all over America, all over the world, like Niagara Falls, they're they're having the lights of the of Ukrainian flag in support of Ukraine. So the world, in their own way, are supporting Ukraine, showing their flag in many different ways around the world. I guess Putin forgot Hitler attacked Russia. It was at Operation Barbosa, where they didn't expect the Russians to fight back. It's like the same thing. Even an ex-Miss Ukraine is out there fighting. Kudos to her. Man, Ukrainians are tough, just like Americans, just like Canadians, just like all freedom-loving patriots around the world. Gives me hope.
gives me inspiration that we God is going to come and save us all from these evil doers that are in charge. You know, one thing I forgot too was, I guess when Pinocchio Joe gave Nord Stream 2 pipeline back to Russia, apparently there's a pipeline that goes around Ukraine. And so Russia has to pay Ukraine revenue going forward. That could be another reason why they want to occupy Ukraine. He doesn't want to have to share the money. He wants to keep the money all to himself. And all Pinocchio Joe has to do is sign back the pipeline to go back into motion again and be built. And I think it was over 800,000 gallons a day from the Canadian pipeline while we're getting 300, 400,000 gallons a day from Russia. And Russia has the dirtiest oil, they say, on the planet. And ours is the cleanest. So $53 million a day is going to Putin to fund his war. Can you imagine if Ukraine had all the equipment Pinocchio Joe left for the terrorists in Afghanistan? The Taliban having all of our equipment that Trump built up, the most, the best in the world. I just wish if anyone was going to have it other than us, and we paid for it, my fellow patriots, we paid for all of that. I wish Ukraine had that to fend off Russia and all of the people who want to take away our freedoms. And prayers to the one Ukrainian soldier who blew himself up, sacrificed himself to stop the Russians from crossing a bridge. That was pretty amazing. Even Anonymous came out. I'm not a big fan, but even Anonymous came out and said they were going to do a cyber attack on Russia. That was pretty cool. A lot of sports events have been canceled. Lots of events have been canceled in Russia. So Putin's feeling it. So all of a sudden, Pinocchio Joe starts to say, I'm going to start, I'm going to send over the same javelin missiles that Trump sent over. And of course, you all know the media is going to rant and rave. Oh, look what Pinocchio Joe did. He sent over, he's a hero. He sent over javelin missile, missiles. Forget that Trump ever sent them. And because of Trump, it gave Ukraine, Zelensky, a fighting chance. Forget about all that. It's all about the ratings. The 2022 election is upon us and they're going to do everything they can to make Pinocchio Joe and the Democrats look like heroes instead of zeros that they really are. They are the enemy of the people. They are anti-American. They don't care about you or me. Now Pelosi's, you know, she's got that fence around the Capitol. That's our house. That's our Capitol. That used to be open to the public. If they're going to put a wall up, put it along the southern border. Stop the invasion. They're more worried about Ukrainians' borders than our own borders. They should have the military that they're there so they can stop the truckers. We talked about that the other day. They put it out, what, 700 feet or 700 yards or something like that. Moved it out, moved it out an extra amount of uh, the fence out with our military there to block the truckers, just to protest for our freedoms. And, you know, whatever happened to COVID? Has anyone, has anyone been hearing about COVID lately? I know that the, the invasion of Ukraine has been taking over the airwaves, but no one's been talking about COVID. And 
I've been seeing lots of people without masks and nobody's even talking about it at all. Is that going to be a thing of the past or is it going to come back around again when they have nothing else to talk about or when they want to control us? Are you guys aware that 50 terrorists that are bomb makers came across our border that our government lost track of? There's all of these prisons and we talked about that too. The prisons that they close around the world and they're coming over our borders. Oh, they, they lost track of them too. If you haven't noticed in your local news, you will find police officers getting shot. Murders have increased. Carjackings are up. Rapes are up. It's coming to a neighborhood near you. And if you don't think that George Soros' DAs, you know, he started off with, with these big cities and he, and he will continue to do that. And if you don't think he's not going to go down to the small cities, eventually you're wrong. We need to stand up and fight just like Ukrainians, just like Zelensky. We have a chance to beat him at the ballot box in, in November. So we've got to pray that we take back both the houses to save our way of life and to show some strength. Even Rocket Man has been shooting more rockets in the last year than he did in all four years while President Trump was in office. Ha. Well, that being said, glory to Ukraine. Thank you, President Zelensky. And thank you, President Trump. We stand with Ukraine. Let's go, Brandon. And on that note, let's take a break. You are listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie on Renegade Talk Radio. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. So we last talked about the boxers that are out there the professional boxers that are out there fighting. We talked about the beauty queen who's out there fighting. So you've got athletes, beauty queens, the ex-president, the current president out there fighting in fatigues, fighting Putin's Russian army. Isn't that crazy? It's so inspirational. Keep up the fight. We stand with you. I guess so far it's been reported Russia has lost 29 planes, 29 helicopters, and 191 tanks. We're talking about Ukraine that is outmanned, outgunned, and they are just outnumbered. And they're still in this fight, pushing off Russia. You know, they haven't put up, Putin and Russia have not given their all yet. But they, you know, they've been warning of nuclear, which makes me go back to, you know, the prior segment of what is it they really want with Ukraine? If they use their nuclear and they wipe out Ukraine, then that probably means they want their ports. But none of us really know what's inside Putin's head and what he really wants. But, you know, everybody's on red alert. And we all know that, which is, which is disturbing in itself. And then you have Facebook and Twitter that ban Russia. And we're like, oh, that's great. However, Putin is still able to tweet, is still able to use Facebook to post things. Why am I not surprised? I'm sure none of you are surprised. He's silencing everybody, just like he did before the 2020 election. Silence all the conservatives. And all of us conservatives know all about that oh too well. But even with the odds against him and all these patriots that are over there fighting, you've got a bakery on the west side that's in a safer zone area. And he it's a brewery they, where they make beer. And they've decided to make Molotov cocktails. So they're out there. We're talking a whole group of people are, they're just making, they're taking wine bottles and, and whatever they can get. 
and they're making Molotov cocktails and giving them to the people. These people are awesome. They will not back down. What? I just can't say it enough. What an inspiration these people are. And then in Poland, you know, the trains to get out of Ukraine have been booked solid for a week. You know, if you want to get out, you know, to go by train. And apparently when they go to Poland or wherever, whichever country they're going to, but mainly Poland, they were reporting that when the trains come back to Ukraine to pick up more people, instead of coming back empty handed, the, the train stations are flooded with baby strollers, with cases and cases of water, food, supplies, clothing, blankets. So these trains are not going back empty, but they're going back with so many supplies. Oh my gosh, I almost started crying. That was so awesome. I wish there was something more I could do. And I'm sure I'll find a way to go and help these people myself, just like all of us will. Prayers, of course, are always, sometimes most of us, that's all we can do is just pray. You know, people, again, I was talking before about Putin and how they're saying he's crazy. Well, think about it. The guy has lost Germany and now Switzerland, who is always neutral, always silent. They just, they're never even on the map. They have now sanctioned Russia, cut off Russia. You can believe that. Switzerland. So Putin really is, you know, he's freaking out. He's usually the, the, the top guy, you know, even though he's so evil, Mr. KGB evil guy, he, he and he won't care. So Pinocchio Joe right now, he him and the other allies, they, they've, they've sanctioned these banks, right? And they've sanctioned him on, on Putin at 80%. Well, that still gives Putin 20% of the banking where he can go and do whatever he needs to do to continue this war. That's not stopping him. And they should have done this weeks ago. Not to mention, there are so many loopholes in these sanctions that it is not going to stop Putin. So let's say this. If we sanction him, yet we're paying him, buying his oil, it, that's creating such a huge backdoor of cash. And then... With all these loopholes, how is the guy ever going to take us serious? He's not. There's no way. He's getting everything he wants. And yet the people are believing that there's all these sanctions. He's able to still use 20% of the banks. He has China at his beck and call whenever he needs to. And let's just say we cut off our oil to Russia and we go back to Venezuela. Putin is not worried because he's got China right there to take up the slack. So that won't do any good. You know, Jack Keane said this morning that Putin is not crazy. He's just backed up in a corner. And though I agree, apparently satellite images are showing Russia is sending forces, hundreds of vehicles in a convoy over three miles long approaching capital city. They're going to circle around the city. No one knows for sure, but this is what they're estimating. They're anticipating that this large convoy is going to circle around the city. Kind of reminds me of the convoy of the truckers heading to D.C. The same thing they want to do. They want to circle around the Capitol and to squeeze them like a boa constrictor, Bob said. So this is just what they're suggesting they're going to do. And Russia has even started to deploy the imprecise multi-rocket that the Grad Rockets that has been known to destroy civilian neighborhoods. The same ones that Putin used in the Chechnya War 20 years ago. That's pretty scary. 
So we have to pray that somebody stops Putin in time before he gets to the point where he's actually going to utilize these fierce rockets to destroy the civilian neighborhoods of the of Ukraine. You know, I'm not sure if people are aware that Russia's GDP is $1.5 a year compared to our economy, which was $20 trillion the U.S. produced in just January alone. That's more than Russia in a year. And so now Russia, their interest rates were 9.5% or some say 9% give or take a few, but now they've increased it to 20%. So that says their banks, that they want people to put their money in the banks. The Russian people are in trouble. I mean, it's like they want to collapse the banking system, the same with China, and take the money from the people. Stuff like this always reminds me of what Obama does or what Pinocchio Joe is trying to do, the globalists. And remember Obama made it to where our banks can take our money from us, confiscate our money. So it's like we're being laid out right now for what, we're, what we are watching overseas with Putin is what's going to be happening here. They're setting us up too with these open borders, with the, with the 50 terrorists that, that are bomb makers that are lost in the country, all these criminals and stuff, they're coming across the borders. The, the 2015, Obama put the UN police in the large cities that are defunding the police. All these criminals that they're emptying out the, the prisons and they're going to be able to confiscate our money. It's like whenever I watch what's going on with these other countries and what they're going through always brings back all of these. It triggers all these other things that Obama has done and what Trump tried to correct and what Pinocchio Joe is trying to do. It just it triggers all of these other things when I watch these other countries, what they're going through, because it eventually always ends up here with these globalists and this one world order. It's all part of their process. It's all part of their plan. So what's Pinocchio Joe going to do? He's got these climate zealots all in his White House wanting this new Green Deal, pushing for it. You've got New Jersey, the refinery, that's the first place where they feel all the pressure on what they need to produce. They are telling Pinocchio Joe, I guess it was the energy VP of our government relations, is begging Pinocchio to increase production and to stop the new Green Deal for now. Just need to stop it and increase production of oil. We do 11.47 millions of barrels a day. We are the number one producer. But now we need to produce more. And these guys, like I shared, are begging Pinocchio to produce more. So watch. The typical Democrat MO is prior to the election, they'll do all of this wonderful stuff to increase their popularity, whatever they can do, if there's such a thing, after all the destruction that they've done and what they are planning on doing, the sheep will be blinded and they will think that they're doing great stuff, not having a clue that it's all just temporary before this new Green Deal goes into motion. If, the, if we do not take back both the House and the Senate, we will be done as a free world. Freedom isn't free. And Pinocchio Joe and these corrupt communists, Pelosi, Schumer, they will take this opportunity, always take a crisis as an opportunity to do things in their favor. They're good. They are looking at the world rallying with right now, and they're going to do everything they can to make this weak president, fake president, look like a hero instead of a zero, which he is and he always will be. We must not lose sight of that. He can go ahead and increase the oil production, be the hero for today. But I tell you, if we lose both the houses, they will reverse all of it and they will go back and just have two more years to destroy the rest of our freedoms. 
Make no mistake. So take note from these Ukrainians, the patriots, that they are fighting for their freedoms because that will be us if we're not careful. So let's see what Pinocchio Joe comes up with tomorrow night for the State of the Union Address. You know, typically every July, all of our agencies send in their budget request to the Office of Management to look over and look through and consider the policy that they have in place. And then their speech and why it's so long gets put together by the numbers provided by the agencies, right? So the CDC has waited so long, I guess on Friday, they've waited so long with their mandates and now they have walked back on their mask mandates. You know, it's kind of funny, these masks. If they work so well, why weren't there hazardous waste containers to dispose these masks that are protecting us from this evil virus? That is real. But why aren't these hazard? Where, where's the dispenser for these hazardous masks? Just saying. So they want to bring Pinocchio's poll numbers up. Apparently, he's at 31% approval. Can you believe that? I'd like to know who the 31% is approving this guy. What is it? The elite? Like the off-the-wall people in Hollywood? Is that the 31%? I don't know. It's the only thing that makes sense. You know, the last time the polls were so low was in 2013 under Obama when it was at 26% approval. Nobody approved of Obama. He was destroying everything. Yet when it came time for election, they changed things around months before the election to get the sheep to stand in line and follow and vote just like they're trying to do now. But I don't think as many of them are, are following suit. I just don't think it's the same this time. At least I pray to God it's not. But it sure the heck doesn't seem like it. You know, like most of us, if we watch the State of the Union tomorrow night, it's going to be so painful watching, knowing that everything out of his mouth is a lie. Or if he's not lying because of current events, thanks to Putin, he's going to manipulate it to his advantage like they do everything else. And you bet the world is going to be watching. This is probably going to be the most watched State of the Union because of current events to see what this weak president, if he's going to come out strong. And if he comes out strong, it'll be just for the State of the Union and maybe for a little couple months of fixing things. And then after November, or maybe before, I'm not really sure. These are just my, what, my own personal opinion, what I've been watching, the patterns that they do. And I'm sure many of you highly agree. It's, it's going to be painful to watch. I'm just going to leave it right there. Freedom is not free. We need to fight. We need to go to the ballot box in November. We need to flip both houses. And I got to tell you, it was impressive, in my opinion, this morning when the Russians and the Ukrainians met at the negotiation tables this morning. The delegates for Russia were wearing suits and ties, all professional, and the Ukrainians were wearing fatigues. How awesome was that? I just was like, oh my God, so inspiring. These people, I can't, I just don't want to say it. But I'm going to because they earned it. They were badass. Okay, I said it. They were badass. There's a man out there trolling in Ukraine who's going up to all the Russians in their tanks when they're broken down. He's, he's, not, he's being known as the troller. He stops and asks them if they need any help. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we need help. And he says, okay, I'll give you a ride back to Russia. <laughs> just, just the way it came across was so funny. 
the way this guy is doing it, they just start cracking up and he's just getting to be known around around the country as the troller. But I guess you got to make light of anything that it could possibly be positive out of coming out of this horrific nightmare that the Ukrainians are going through. Yet they are positive and standing strong. Freedom is not free, as I said before. And glory to Ukraine. With that, let's take a break. Let's see what happens tomorrow night. It's going to be painful to watch. Let's go, Brandon. And you're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie on Renegade Talk Radio.